The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show. You are not looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza, but uh, it is rainy doing? and it is wet and it is 41 degrees. There we go. There's a big tent out know. there. What they got going on out there, Kurt? I don't know. What's happening? 41 degrees, rainy, feels like 36. The high today is 53. The low tonight is 36 degrees. And it's you and me, man. For now, Shannon Gross. Jesse's coming. I'm Kurt. Chris is in the back. One job. One job to start the show. Together, we're trying to make hanging with the boys. <laughs> People will feel us when we speak. When we speak. There you go. Brought to you each and every day by Wingstop, Wing. where flavor gets its wings. Wings. So, yeah, it's just me and you. Jesse's driving in. There's a little bit of traffic because yeah. of the uh, – you think he would have this traffic thing figured out. It's the same drive. <laughs> just get yeah. up in the morning and Google map yeah. traffic. Right. How long will it take me to get well, there? The weather. I mean, it was his decision to go at nine o'clock, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. If you're not going to be yeah. here when you when you request a showtime, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else we can do for you, right? It was, you know, the weather did make it a little, a little uh, slowed things down a little bit today, but you know what are you going to do? I think I could probably be a weatherman, by the way. Ooh, you can give us a report. Yeah. Do we even need weathermen anymore? Because last Good night question. I was watching the weather. Guys, like, oh, it's not going to rain that hard. It'll be like a light sprinkle around the, the Metroplex. Yeah. What about you? If you look outside, yeah, I mean, it's it's coming. I tell you, it is like worse up here. Sprinkle. The the one thing I have learned about Texas weather is anytime you get a a twelve to twenty four hour heads up, it's not as going to be near as bad as they make it out to be. If you get a oh, day yeah. of like this is coming, it's going to there's going to be hail and this and yeah, it's going to be some bad weather, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be like as bad as they they build it up for a day. Yeah. It's the yeah. ones that just blow up in like an hour, 30 minutes or an hour that come out of nowhere. That's the bad ones where yeah. You know, hail the size of softballs, and everybody's. Oh, that's the worst. But yeah, I mean, do we, with all the apps and technology now, do you even need the weathermen? I, I guess I don't know. I guess some people still watch it. I, don't I mean, doesn't it kind of? I haven't watched. I can't remember the last time I watched the evening news. Don't you, you used to have to like forecast and go do science equations and <laughs> it's all computer model calculus. Now, right? now it's just don't you just pull it up on the computer yeah. and it goes, yep. The wind's yep. blowing this way. The cold air is coming from here. The warm air is coming from here. And here's what's going to happen yeah. next. The Panhandle needs this this rain, by the way. Do they? It's up to them, right? Good. All the, the fires up in the... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Out there. We had some really strong winds a couple of days ago and got some wildfires out in Texas. So. Biggest ever. Thoughts with those folks. So... Well, Kurt, let's kick it off with um, while we wait on Jesse. Nate, by the way, is uh, out on the road. Yeah, he didn't say where he was going, did he? Surprise! He uh, said he's visiting family, so he's probably probably Florida, on the East maybe? Coast. Yeah. yeah, I would imagine. So we have he hasn't checked in today. We just heard from him last night. So um, while we wait on Jesse, um, Stephen Jones has been in the news. Yeah, I mean he was bit. he's out at the scouting combine. Which, by the way, do you watch scouting combine? I watch. 
I'll keep up with it on social media. Yeah. I don't go out of my. It's kind of like the Pro Bowl. I don't go out of my yeah. way to go look at stuff because to me it's like, right. It. I mean, what's unless you're just like a total. You, you're, you're a total football nerd yeah. and you just consume <laughs> yeah. everything NFL. Yeah. I don't really keep up with it. Yeah, I'm the same way. If I'm just sitting around, whatever, I might check it out. But I respect to those people who sit and watch it all day and keep track. But and and look, know. I'm sure that stuff matters. Yeah. I'm sure on a very deep level it matters. But this tells me everything that I need to know about how much I need to keep up with the combine. Have you watched the overlay that they bring back every year of Patrick Mahomes running the 40? <laughs> I guess I have. No, I haven't. He ran like a 4-8. <laughs> and yeah. every single quarterback that's in, the, that's in the combine for like the last two or three years, they put up an overlay of them running. And the fast <laughs> ones are like – they finish 10 yards ahead oh, of where he's at. Yeah. And every year he brings it up. He's like, y'all, please don't do me like that. Yeah. But he ran a 4-8. So – it's like, right. do measurables matter? Yes, 100%. I'm sure they do at some level. Yeah. But at the same time, some of that stuff is just I always love that photo ridiculous. of Tom Brady back in the day. When yeah. He's shirtless, and it just looks like... <laughs> looks like some, a dad. Yeah, some frat boy had too many beers or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, the que- the answer is I don't really keep up with it. No. Do you? If something no. kills the 40, you'll know. Trust me. Oh, yeah, it'll get out They'll there, put it everywhere. Sure. Chris, you're a football nerd. Do you keep up with the combine stuff other than having to go cut clips and things uh, like that? Probably the whole cut clips thing. That's about it for the draft show. But other than that, I will not go out of my way tonight. Really? I will not. I would figure you would kind of be into that with your connections yeah. with the scouting department and cutting tape for the draft show and everything. I, I mean, thought you I would think, keep up with it. I think some of the scouts nowadays are – I think them moving it to the afternoon actually hurts them in a way because it's a very long day, I've been told. Mm. Yeah. Because it used to be in the afternoon, so they would do like meetings in the, the um, they do meetings in the evening, but they would have a cutoff, right? Because mm-hmm. so, all the meetings are scheduled throughout the team, so everybody can get everybody in, in a meeting, right? So, But now they do in the, after, the evening, apparently it's a very, very long day. And it's a pretty big So what meeting. are they Explain that. Then they now they're doing interviews and stuff earlier so in the they, day. Yeah, so they'll do the interviews with, um, like, say for instance, I think the defensive linemen go tonight. I'm not really. I haven't seen the schedule, but I just saw a little bit on the NFL Network, and they were following defensive linemen all around. I'm assuming they go tonight. So the actual testing is the actual, night. Yeah, so the actual. Okay. Te- it's it's for prime time TV, yeah. right? So. So, and, like, the big-name guys will probably go on the weekends, like Saturday at a, at a good time or whatever, or, or Friday or whatever it is. And um, But the meetings, the actual sit-down meetings with the teams um, will go on at a hotel. I actually did it once. Me and Gina Miller went and did the meetings uh, with our with our scouts. And it's interesting how they do it. They, like, blow a horn, and then they just rotate to the next meeting. It's kind of crazy, so. Back when I did it, Drew Brees was in that class, so it's been a while. Wow. Dang. If you go look at some of these, and, and let's be honest, Chris, if it comes down to three or four games of Call of Duty or watching the Combine, <laughs> Call of Duty. Oh, you already know. Yeah. yeah. You need to get yours hooked back up. Later. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, You're not on? Oh, my goodness. I have not been on since forever. I have a th- win for Jim, probably. Win for That's the last time I played. Did we ever tell you about that, Kurt? I don't think so. We had a buddy. Sorry, we're going off the rails yeah. here. We had a buddy that had never won a game of Call of Duty, right? No matter who he was playing with, he'd never won. Yeah. So we, it was me, Chris, my buddy Nick, 
Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, Kyle was lined up, so if any of us got tired, yeah. he was going to jump We in. were going to do rotation, so we all went and bought like a case of beer, yeah, whiskey, whatever you were drinking. This is during COVID. It, during COVID, <laughs> and we were starting at like 7 o'clock, and we were playing until we until Jim won a game, and we wow. were going to go in shifts. Like We were going to play for like three or four hours. And then let people rotate in, and yeah. Kyle was lined up, and we had we had like six or seven people. There's a lot we? of people that want to get in for Jim. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, Chris made a graphic that we texted yeah, out gonna, to the group. Yeah, and then we placed like like our buddy was like had an over under on how many hours in it would take to win. Yeah. And he almost hit it on the nose. It oh, took really? us about three three and a half hours yeah. to win. Well, the, that's not too I bad. Clutched it, but we were we were literally ready, and we all told our significant others, "Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, it might you take us forty eight so. <laughs> hours with no sleep, but we're doing this. So you got to take My care of the kids. Like, You're dumb. Yeah, I'm like, honey, yeah. I'm sorry. When you were starting at seven, honey, when you were talking about this, I thought, yeah, it was like. 24 hours, you're all we're at it, and but we, we were yeah, willing, we were willing to go to the map. <laughs> you're all bummed then. Uh, we got to go back to yeah, no. back to the wild. We were excited though. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. That's why I still have that clip because I was recording it. So. Yeah, that was the last time. That was the last time I played. I think so. I got to uh-huh. get back in it. It's been a while. So back on track. Yes. Um, what has Mr. Jones been saying out at the? I know they've talked about Dak. They've talked about other things. Yeah, a what lot of it, it, you know, is the normal kind of coach speak type. Stuff you hear where they they want to resign Dak, they'll get it done. They re- want to resign Micah, they want to resign CD. They got a lot of work to do with the the salaries, obviously. Um, you know, they they asked him about some of the current free agents. Um, didn't sound glowingly that you know a guy like Tony Pollard would be back, but there's some others. And I think if they can work out the deal, you know, Stephon Gilmore, obviously guys like Tyron Smith, you know they. They want to want them to be back if the salary's right, but you know that's they got a lot of work to do there. And then the one thing that kind of maybe associates more with our show because we spent a lot of time talking about it last time was the you know the culture that he was asked about the culture because obviously there's a lot of talk been coming out and that stuff and you know he's not worried you know it's all good so. Um, and even if he is worried, he's not going to say. Yeah, worried. I mean, he can't come I mean, out and say, "God, it's, we suck around here." But right. whatever. So yeah, the locker room's a problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're we're going downhill fast. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't anything earth-shattering, I guess, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But that was the one that jumped out to me, just because we had talked about it so much. Mm-hmm. About, um, obviously, I think people do think maybe there's some culture things we'd like to see. Micah Parsons being number one on that list, mm-hmm. we'd like to see some culture changes. Yeah, it, and. You mentioned Tyron. I think that's a very interesting one because yeah. I think going into this year, it was like, okay, we all know he's falling apart, right? Yeah. This is his last year here. They're not going to re-sign him. And all of a sudden he gets through the season pretty healthy, yeah, real true. healthy by you know by his history. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden it's like, hey, for the right price, you, you <laughs> got to bring, yeah. bring him back because there's no better option, right? Like – you know, I think they need to improve the offensive line, but I think with these other priorities that you have with Dak and Micah and mm-hmm. all this other stuff, I think your goal is just don't get worse at offensive line. Like, yeah. I know you got some issues, but you got—I mean, you still got Zach Martin, you still got Tyler Smith, you got a—I a, a, mean, a seventy-five percent Tyron Smith better than ninety-five yeah. percent of the league, right? Yeah. You got, you know. Could you improve in some other places? Yes, but I think as long as you don't get worse, I'd love to see them get better. But right, that's the problem. I think is that 
when are they going to get worse? You know, they're, they're, they're going to get – if they stay pat where they are with Tyron Smith and Zach Martin, I mean, those are great players, but they're just getting old, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially Tyron with his injury history. But even Zach, obviously still one of the best guards in the game, but, you know, Father Time catches up with you eventually. If they don't start addressing that now, it's going to be too late when they have to address it. You right. Know? So, and then, you know, is t- can t- Terrence Steele come back? Is what they're going to do at center? I mean, there's a lot of things to – get there so yep all right let's take our first break when we come back we have a special guest that just joined the show (laughs) on hanging with the boys we'll be right back fall is here and that means football is back bringing all the delicious game day foods with it as you prep for all the big games tailgates and watch parties let yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating yokiero's fresh flavorful ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the cowboys yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section grab some today Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the show. The second segment brought to you each and every day by blockchain.com. Thank you, blockchain.com. This weekly deal. Get old man, my memory's going. This weekly deal, I, I yeah. have to, I have to pause and think. Okay, who's second segment? Who's third? But ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, making their way to the show, Jesse Holly, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Thanks yes. for thanks for getting here today. To Jesse's defense, the drive that he makes from south of Dallas, if there's any kind of weather. By the way, I, I think I read this correctly. Dallas, Texas has the worst drivers in the country. I think I read that yeah. on social media like a week ago. If there's any precipitation in the area, people for, lose their minds and forget how to yeah. drive. Man. And there's multiple wrecks anytime it rains. And the route that you take, I'm assuming you go up the tollway. Yeah. If, if there's a, it's a long if, drive to it, begin with. Yeah. yeah, it's what 45 minutes, and then if there's a it's wreck, 45 on a good day. I've been on that before on yeah. a good, good, good <laughs> clean day. Clean day. I've been yeah. on that before coming to work because I used to make that drive up here, 
when there was a wreck that actually shut the tollway down. It took me an hour and 45 minutes to get to work one day. Cause and if you, and it was if one you're wreck. in between, like, there's, like, not many exits. So, like, yeah. you know, if you get caught in between, like, you're just stuck. And if there is an exit, everybody yeah, takes everybody that takes exit, it. and then you're stuck again. And then, like, the exit that you can, you can take, you're kind of going through, like, the Richie part of the town, like, it's like Preston. Mm-hmm. And, like, so all those areas have, like, roads that are, like, this big. Yep. So, and you better not speed through them because there's definitely police cars yeah. near yeah. there with, you know, Five million dollar homes, seven million dollar homes. They, you, you know, can't be zooming through there. Yep. So, well, glad you made it. Yeah. Yes. So glad to be here. Sorry you got delayed, but it's glad you did made it. So we haven't gotten very far. We talked no. about very anticlimactic segment that Kurt was supposed to give us real cool breaking news about Stephen Jones' <laughs> comments from the combine. This he said, much. he said, uh, yeah, well, he didn't really say a whole lot. And we're like, okay, cool. Let's go to break. And Jesse's here. So now we're back. So that's about all you missed. Ready ready for you to carry us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess we could talk about the grades that came out because that was a big topic on social media. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, everybody loves grades, man. You pull those up and and (laughs) let's let's go through those. Yeah. Because there were some that were surprising to me. And then there was one that was real surprising to me that we'll let Jesse speak. No, we're not going to let me speak (laughs) on that one. No, no, no. no, But I think that the explanation justifies why that grade grade was there i think yeah what explanation you have one that there's not enough personnel yes it was it wasn't it wasn't a i don't think it was a factor in the a personal thing yes yes so you want to go down the list well it's kind of yeah it for those explain set this up yeah yeah, for those who don't know the nfopa the, the players union has started doing a report card on each team um, I think this is the second year. This is the it. second year, yeah. yes. And um, it's anonymous, right? Yeah, it's anonymous from the players, and it's it's put out there as this is supposed to be helping free agents, like as these guys. And just up. FYI, take this with a grain of salt because the Chiefs were ranked what thirty. Oh yeah, they were at second from the bottom yeah. or something. So yeah, their ownership got an F minus. Yeah, the worst, yeah. worst owner in the. I tell you what, surprising. give me an F minus in ownership, and. Two Super, Super Bowls in the last five years. Three. Three. Give me that F minus. Yeah. I'll take it. No doubt. I think But that's a bad look though, right? Kind of? Yeah. Like well, for the ownership. But the thing is, yeah. is they do I mean, you think about it, those owners do live in Dallas, right? Yeah. But so, it's also it's so much of around. this. So much but then if you're around, then they're like, You're in my business too much. So then is it like I mean I mean what it's and there's But so you many, are my business. Right. In the sense, yeah. like you read the you read the the new the new owner of uh, the Commanders is sitting in on interviews, mm-hmm. which you know, which good they, for them. They have the worst ranking in the league for the second worst drinking. What'd you say? Ranking first ranking in the in the league. Who? For the, the Commanders. The commanders. The commanders. They're thirty second the last two years. They're all overall. So, yeah, but most of these grades are. Who's really okay? about the facilities? Right. I mean, Kansas City has some old facilities. Mm-hmm. They need to update. They were supposed. I guess they told the players last year they were going to redo the yeah. locker rooms and all that, but and they, they didn't because they said they played too long and went to the Super Bowl, so they didn't have time. So poor them. Come on, man. Poor them. Come on. <laughs> you just made all that money in the Super Bowl. You could you could expedite some some changes. Yeah. Now when they lose to. in the first round next year, I need Patrick Mahomes to be like, well, I guess we have more time to get a new <laughs> locker room yeah. now. That's yeah. what, that's what they said. Jacksonville went from like 28th to like, Fifth, because they've opened a new training facility. Mm. Or something like that. So it's a lot of that. Is so a lot of that. aesthetic stuff and amenities yeah. and things like that. Yeah. That so, makes sense. But the, here, here are the grades. They, there's what ten or so uh, treatment of families. The Cowboys players gave the, the Cowboys an A minus, fourth overall, 
overall. Uh, the food and cafeteria, this one kind of surprised me, actually. It's a B, which last year was an A. I'm, I'm surprised because that's some good food in there. I don't know what uh, what the problem is there. That surprises me. I mean, sometimes I see they have sushi and steaks. Yeah, and they get better food than yeah. we yeah. do. Who's so complaining yeah. about that? Because <laughs> yeah. 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 they don't get dinner every night. You, you guys... These young kids want chicken fingers and french fries. They don't know about <laughs> they got sushi. That too. <laughs> they got that too, right? <laughs> I mean, Jesse, when you play, they had Grandy's, right, for lunch? Well, I, Grandy's was hitting, though. Grandy's, hitting, right? Grandy's would hit, though. The Grandy's would go in there. And they would, but the Grandy's would be fresh, though. Like, they'll make it on site. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to have Grandy's, like, on the, someone, like, on the little the grill. You come in, get your breakfast, uh, get your, your Texas waffle in the little Texas waffle maker. And your, I think your, the cafeteria was the size of our podcast. It studio. was. It was small. Yes. So for those listening... Valley Ranch, like here's a great setup. Like you walk in and it's how many square feet do you think Man. that is? Oh, it's <laughs> Probably three, four thousand square feet over there. Probably mm-hmm. like the it, cafeteria. It's, it's just think about the size of a golden corral. Like yeah, almost the size. The of whole like, inside. The whole inside of a golden corral. And it's yeah. got so it has a it has a salad station in the middle, like an island. Then it's got a grill that's got your burgers and your your. Grilled chicken and your chicken strips and all that. Then it's got a pizza oven in the middle. And then on the right side, pizza oven's in the middle. Grill's on the left if you're looking at it. And then on the right side, they have whatever the, the meal Daily is special. for the day yeah, yeah. that they rotate out. So you got three different options plus salad, plus dessert, plus all kinds of drinks in this thing. Oh, yeah. Valley Ranch, you just went back into the break room, <laughs> and it was literally the size of this podcast it studio. It was. And it was a buffet line, and you just yeah, got a plate. Had someone catering. And whatever yeah, it was, whatever that's it what was you it, got. Yeah. But to, but to, but but it to was good food. credit, we would have Papa Bro's catering. Oh, we would have, like, we would have a, we would, it would be good stuff to cater in, but it was this. It was, Jimmy Dean's, wasn't that the barbecue place? Was it? Jim, Jim yeah, D- yeah, it was it? good. They had cat fit. Ooh, had some. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's always a good Mexican. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was good food. It just food. the presentation wasn't wasn't <laughs> what it is. Come, come and get it. Yeah. yeah, just come and get it. And then we, and then it was like like. Uh, Vultures, when y'all would get through and y'all were done with it, like whatever was left, <laughs> they'd send an email out. <laughs> email would come out, and boy, I tell you what, like accounting would hit it hard. Accounting would be the first, the fir- first ten people in line would be account, and then when they ran out, they ran out. So if yeah. you got back there quick, we got the scraps, but you know, on <laughs> well, those good days, but we take we take styrofoam plates home, like double up, yeah, yeah. have some dinner, yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. So I don't understand that. Yeah, like, I don't either. These guys were around back in the living day. Good. Sorry, I stopped this down no, for that's food. Fine. Uh, nutritionist got a B. I guess that fits all in. The locker room was an A. That's obvious. Training room was a C minus, and the training staff was a D plus. And I think that is. Yeah, let's talk about that because that really, really surprised me. Because every yeah. every player that I've known loves the training staff. But yeah, they love they love the trainers. They they I mean, you you have a great relationship with the trainers like, they, yeah. you know, you still when you see them, it's that's my guys. Those Jimbo, are your guys. Greg. So that really Greg. surprised me. Yeah. And we were actually talking about that kind of off the air that like, wow, that's that jumped out to me. And I don't think that's I don't think that's a reflection of the actual staff. That's a reflection right. of some other things. Right. And, well, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, they just. They don't have enough people. It sounds yeah. like they're waiting to get taped or stuff like that. They don't have the same equipment. Apparently, they they don't have a sauna, I guess that kind of thing. So it's more about again the facilities and in the structure, the amount of help, not the people that are here, but the people that not having enough. Or whatever. Yeah, and and yeah, I think it's it's not like when you look at 
you know, Jim Auer or Brent or Greg. Like, it's not the trainers. Mm -hmm. I think it's more so of the um, – when you're talking about you got – when I played, you had – 53 guys, and then you had six or eight practice squad guys. Now you've added more practice squad guys, and you know, and and now there's so much more that players are looking to have as far as, you know, um, staff. And I, and I know that there was a there was a cutback in staff a year ago under Mike McCarthy. I don't know how far that trickled down because mm-hmm. remember the Cowboys had one of the most robust staffs in the league, and Jerry was like, well, you know what, there's. And it cut some of that down. So I don't know how far that cut went all the way down. And do they have enough people right. um, in place to be able to go in and to serve the 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 athletes? Because let's be honest, there is a <laughs> there's a pecking order. It, it is that that's and I think that's anywhere you go. And you right? talked about that on game day. You walk it's in. A, and- <laughs> it's a pecking order, man. It's a pecking order. Like trust and believe you me. If the sixty million dollar year quarterback right. comes oh, in oh, and, and wants to thing. get on the table, <laughs> Wait, let me get my you have my to headphones. get off the table. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just what it is. And so maybe some guys feel a little bit jaded because of that. Or if the franchise defensive end comes in, guess what? If if you're on the table and you're not mid like taping, if you haven't started yet, you have to slide over. Like yeah. he goes next, and so I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I think it's more the lack of number of people to serve each of the players than it is the people that actually serving them. Are yeah. there more? Because I know just general health-wise, people are into more things. Like there's cupping, right? And then there's red light therapy, and there's cryo, and then there's yeah. That we don't have that on cold. We don't plunges. have that on like mm-hmm. on like cupping. They may have someone come in, but most of that stuff. And here's the funny part about it because it's technically technically that's an added bonus right so it's like i get how some owners and some ownerships are like did you see the check stuff that you got in your locker this week like you made you made a couple hundred thousand dollars this week so why do i have to provide cupping for you go pay a couple hundred this week (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i just paid you a couple hundred thousand dollars for for a three-hour game I got to provide cupping. I got to provide the cryo. I got to provide the masseuse. I got to provide the, 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 the chiropractic. I got mm-hmm. no, no, this is a, this is a check stub <laughs> where I just paid you $400,000 for a three hour game. You go get your own cupping. Yeah. You go get your own cryo. You go get your own. Okay, sir. You get a D minus. <laughs> I know, yeah. but that's what, and that's what happens. <laughs> so I, I get it. I, I mean, yeah, they ranked. 30th and having enough full-time trainers and 29th and having enough physical therapists. So that's 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 yeah. Mm. So staffing, okay. It's, sta- it's more staffing. of a staffing. Yeah, thing I wanted because staffing. I just general. wanted to talk about that for a minute because that that really, if you're just reading that and not knowing behind the scenes, you're like, oh, their training staff is no. bad. That's not it at all. That's it's, not it's, it. it's it's I think numbers. The, the NFLPA requires three full-time trainers and they have them they have have four plus two grad assistants which i guess is still considered low or whatever and then they also have like during training camp and otas they'll have some interns yeah that come in that are kind of working alongside and because i know at camp they bring in a full-time uh like masseuse slash chiropractor right sets up in one of those rooms where after practice yeah Yeah, i think they do that but i just don't know if he's here full-time during the season so Uh, they may even have – I remember when I was playing, they had a guy, he would come in once a week, and you kind of had to schedule it 
Mm. Again, it's a pecking the order. Yeah, I believe. The chiropractor, right? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Casper comes yeah, in. Yeah, Casper. That's yep. Casper comes in on, uh, uh, I believe, Fridays. Yeah. And again, you had to. Wow. But, you, you know, s- Casper's also the, the, the chiropractor for, I believe, the Rangers as well. So okay. he does both. Oh, if there's a conflict there, it's like, well, these world champions over here, <laughs> you guys have to wait till later in the week. Yeah, to I, don't know, get I don't to know about that either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The schedules are kind of different. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. I don't kidding, know kidding. Either. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. The weight room got an A. Yay. Makes there we go. Sense. That's a nice weight room. Strength coach is a B plus. Um, the Harold Nash. Yeah, they're a good crew. Um, team travel was a C minus, and my understanding there is it's because Cowboys are one of seven teams that don't have their own plane, and so there's only of, seven teams that don't have their own plane. Yeah, or I, some, something uh, like that. I don't know about that. Well, so, the, well, so it's, it's it, something like there the, was I know two teams that have their own plane. It was Arizona and well, New England. Way, yeah, a lot of teams. What ended up happening was because I, I remember reading an article about this. It was. What people fail to realize is if you have your own plane, like you have to pay for everything. You have to pay for the maintenance. You have to pay for the storage. And that's the part that kind of gets costly Mm -hmm. because when. If you're not using it, you're still. When do I need a 747 outside of, you know, February, March, April, May, June, July? 10 road games. 10 road games. So you're, you're, you're. Owning this plane for, for ten weeks, yeah. ten weeks, mm-hmm. and so what teams started to do, they started just to partner up with airlines, airlines, and they're like, you know, hey, you guys have these older kind of planes, and they kind of adjust them because you guys all been on the planes before. It's there is no economy seating, right? Yeah. There's no basic seating. You have the first class, but then everything else is still pretty yeah. plush. And that, that's what I got wrong. They're one of seven teams that does not offer first class seats to the players. Yeah. So they're a cramp back there in your normal. But the thing is, is they did this year, so. But I w- they're not cramped. Last year, that's the they thing. Did. It's like so this year, depending on you get your own row. Yeah, there's only so many first class seats on a plane. Let's right. be honest with you, right? You can't give the whole 52. Right. There's not 52 first class unless they seats. retrofit it and they have their, yeah, their own plane. It also but. says some they do have some players that have to have roommates. So mm. on the road, yeah, yeah. yeah so. But do you have a roommate when you were? Yeah, so. And I don't know if it has changed, but the rule used to be if you were, um, if you had four vested years into the league, you didn't have to have a roommate. If you had less than four years, you had to have a roommate. Which is the majority of the team, right? Which is a lot of the team mm-hmm. sometimes. And then, I, I bel- if I'm not mistaken, if you wanted to, you could pay For to not have a roommate. Uh-huh. But guys who had had four years vested time in or more did not have to have a roommate. Didn't have a roommate. Those who had less than, you had a roommate. So, like, all the rookies had roommates. Of course, your first-year guys, your second, you know, all those guys had roommates. And, and your, your vet vets, they were able to kind of have their own, their own deal. Nice. Um, the last two, head coach got an A. And ownership got a B. There you go. So I guess People love Freaky Mike. Yeah, as much as he's kind of come under criticism from fans and stuff, players seem to love him. When did they vote on this, or when did they? I think it's. Vote, but I think it's earlier. I mean, it's not at the end of the season. I think it's somewhere midway through the season. So this they were saying dur- during the season. Yeah, because they were saying that the Raiders 
had the worst coach, but they voted on it before. Before Antonio got, Pierce. Yeah. yeah before the guy got Josh fired. McDaniels. Hmm. But interesting. I wonder how much weight ownership puts into that. I wonder how well, much they read it. How much well, they it comes from that. your players. Yeah, they so. they 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 did say some teams did take that into consideration and did improve in some areas. So you'd like hopefully Cowboys will add trainers or whatever. But because I think it said it was like they looked at over seventeen hundred players. So now, now give or take how that you know from what teams, what players from that team, right? Like did that come from Dak or did that come from right? Yeah, the play? Jesse Hollies of the world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like. As, as these guys are hitting free agency, does this really – is this a big factor at all? Do they pay much attention? You know what's a factor? That, that money. Check. Money. <laughs> money. That check. Go, hey, what was – where, where were they ranked highest and lowest? Um, they had, what, fourth on something? They were fourth in treatment of families, fifth in weight room, second in locker room, mm-hmm. ninth in head coach, and then they were, you know, the, like we talked about before, training staff. And, and where were – yeah. Um, they were 26th and 30th. There. And then overall, who were the top five and the bottom five? Uh, well, I don't. I know the top one was Miami, I think. They were first the last well, two years. You could have some pretty crappy facilities in Miami. It's still probably still Miami. It's still <laughs> Miami. Um, I, I don't see the overall. It's probably Washington. Probably Washington. Washington probably the was worst. the worst. Yeah, They've been the Washington. worst the last two years. Yeah. I want to say Vegas is pretty far up there. Um, they're third. You would always probably think teams that have new facilities, right? So, like, right. the Rams are probably up there. The, uh, the Raiders are probably up there. Chargers. Chargers. Couldn't right. have got much worse than the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> what the, where they were and yeah. where, they, where they are now. See if you Rams can pull. Are 25th. Wow. Are they really? Wow. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll figure something else to talk about on Hanging with the Boys. Be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today.
back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the final segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right. What do you say, Kurt? Nothing. I'm just talking to myself. Mumbling? Well, you shouldn't do that on the air. (laughs) At least go mic off if you're going to talk to yourself. Apologize. Two other... You know, we have limited time with Jesse since he <laughs> got here halfway through the show. What's Chris Jones doing over there? Oh, his uh, yeah, that laughing forty time. Yeah, yeah, he was on with the Kelsey brothers, and they were talking about did when his junk his, fall out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> during the forty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Look, there it is. Yeah, they had to blur I, I don't it out. Want, yeah. Oh yeah. man. He talked about on uh, on the podcast with the Kelsey brothers. He said, uh, you know, everybody was going with the long tights. <laughs> Like the long pants. He's like, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go with the shorts. And he goes, he didn't realize how short the shorts were. And he goes, I'm running. And he goes, the next thing you know, I just feel it fall out and hit my leg. And like and, and like Jason Kelsey's like, what a flex. Right. <laughs> like, what a flex. Some men will never yeah, he's know like, what, what a flex. Like, about. what do you mean? It fell out and hit your leg? He was like, what a flex. <laughs> wow, that is funny. They had to blur it out. He just kind of laid on the ground and yeah. adjusted it. It was like he, he blurred, like he he mumbled to himself as he was running, oh, my, <laughs> my bleep fell out. <laughs> that is awesome. Dang. All right. Last few minutes of the show, franchise tag. Is anybody getting tagged this year? What are we doing with the franchise tag, fellas? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Because I, I don't. I don't think there's anyone worthy of the franchise. Because they tagged someone. What the last, what three, four, five years? I wonder how long it's been since they haven't franchised somebody. They tagged Tony Pollard last year. Yeah. Tank the year before, right? Yeah. Was Tank? I don't think Tank was no. the year before. I think they tried, didn't they? Was it a tight end? Was a tight end? It was, yeah, it was, it was Donald Schultz. 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 Yep. And they, they tagged the Schultz before that, and then. I don't know who it was the year before that. That's interesting. Tank got back-to-back years, remember, and so okay. did Dak. Dak got yeah, back Dak got back-to-back So it's been a while. Yeah. It's been seven, eight years since they haven't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's a player on this team currently right now that is that can't get a deal done or shouldn't get a deal done and is worthy of a tag. Yeah. Like, I think however you feel about Dak Prescott, that's beside the point. The financials say you got you got to do you it. Got it. Like it just you 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 and this is this is a not this isn't a Dak Prescott thing. This is a Stephen and Jerry Jones back themselves into this corner thing. Mm-hmm. And we can we can go all the way back to the time when they could have gotten given Dak a contract for like twenty five or thirty million dollars per, and they waited and waited and waited, and that's when they did the back to back franchise years, and all of a sudden now. You're stuck, mm-hmm. and and he contracted you into a no trade clause, uh, you know, a no franchise tax. You basically, and then now the cap number is so big, you have to get a deal done in order to even function in the new league year, even though the number has gone up thirty million dollars than it did a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think CD is the next on that list to get a deal done, which will help with your cap space, and you don't have to do a deal with Michael Parsons this year. Like, if you do one, great, but you don't have to do one and still be able to go out and do what you have to do in free agency and in the draft and so on and so forth. So um, you're not – Tony Pollard, you gave him a $10 million cap hit uh, – sorry, franchise last year. Boy, I feel bad for running backs. Yeah. Boy, I feel bad for running backs. You're not doing that again. It's just, no, and you know what's interesting? I think everybody's sitting around watching Saquon. And whatever happens with that, because that's going to be your 
he's going to set the market for the next. Like, yeah. He might, he might be the last highly or somewhat. He's not going to get what he would have got yeah. three, four years ago. But I think this might be the last time you see a running back get decent money and I don't think he's I mean even in the new deal that he gets it won't be more than yeah. 10 million a year right I wouldn't think like it may be like 3 that, for 22 24 I want to say has a market value of like under 10 like 9 yeah. no it's like 6 it, it might be like, it's like I mean, so crazy how run, that's changed he didn't run for a thousand yards last year so but it's so crazy how that's changed from just like Falling off the table, what yeah. teams are willing to pay a running back. I think what you're also going to see in that kind of running back market is you're going to see guys now, they're just going to – because if I can't get the money, then I'm going to go hunt rings. Like, yeah, you might see guys like a Josh Jacobs or something like that, like with the Chiefs or with the Bills or mm-hmm. some some team, they'll go, hey, you know, I'll take the one-year deal, $6 million, and then they'll – Instead of me out and say I can get up to ten million dollars if, if I rush for fifteen hundred and this right. many touchdowns and we make the playoffs, we make the super. Like I think you're going to see more of that now, where you see these running backs of notable name just start chasing the ring because, mm-hmm. like, do I want do I want to take six million dollars guaranteed to go play for the Chiefs or eight million dollars guaranteed to go play for the Jets? Right. You know what I mean? Or some team that you know that's not going to make the playoffs and is going to have a terrible season. Before I sign this contract, is Aaron Rodgers coming back and playing or not? <laughs> okay, then maybe that factors yeah. in a little bit. Maybe. I saw something crazy the other day. <laughs> maybe. What about when it comes to running backs? Did you know that Todd Gurley is younger than Derrick Henry? Yes, and he's been out of the league for three years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. In Someone years. told me that. Yeah. And knees... I know, but I'm just saying. Todd Gurley's 76. It's just crazy, right? Like everybody yeah. thinks Derrick Henry's the guy, right? And, yeah. But Todd Gurley used to be the guy, and he's younger than Derrick Henry. That It changes so fast, I mean, man. seriously. So fast. Especially running back. It's crazy. Yep. Um, to all my young running backs in high school and college. Change positions. This is my cautionary tale to you. <laughs> Learn, how to, Learn oh, how to backpedal. Learn how to backpedal. Learn how to play either. Learn how to backpedal. Catch. Either learn how to backpedal or play middle of the field, deep, or in the box. Safety. Mm. Just saying. Or learn to catch and lose some pounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With CD's contract, Jesse, question for you. Do you think he waits? Of course, because he wants to see what everybody else says. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Justin. I'm, I'm what, Justin. Yeah, sure. Wait for Justin. Yeah. Let him get his bag. Let, let him set the market. And then yeah. be like, all right, I got my bag now. For sure. Yeah. If I'm CD, I'm most definitely waiting for Justin to set his deal. And if I'm his agent, I'm saying the same thing. Like, we just wait. We'll, we'll yeah. just wait this thing out. And if we have to, we'll we'll wait it all the way out so to the training camp. You think he'll then just come under Jefferson or try to top him? No, he's not going to top him. Really? No. He'll come right he's under him. He kind of said that, hadn't he? That he's, he doesn't have to be the highest paid, but he's yeah. going to be one of the highest paid. Yeah, yeah. He'll come right under him. He, he wants that, but he, he wants that, that $29, $30 million per. Because like, I think Tyreek Hill has it now, is the highest per average receiver. Uh, CD wants a dollar more than that, and Justin will get $2 more than that. So, mm. What do you think? Anybody getting franchise, Kurt? No, I don't think so. The, the prices are just too high. I mean, like a Dorrance Armstrong, you're going to pay him. What is it? Edge rushers are 21 20. million. No, I mean, sorry, just, Dorrance. Yeah, there's, I just don't think there's anybody that's worth doing. Taggable, right yeah. tag worthy. And again, like a Dorrance Armstrong deal 
if I did a multi-year deal, I can get a Dorrance Armstrong deal for less than $21 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, I, it would be asinine for me to go ahead and tag him for one year for $21 million when I know you're not – I can get you a three-year deal that's not, that's not going to exceed $21 million yeah. and save myself some money. You know, get a good player but save myself a ton of money than France. There's no one good enough that you fear leaving your football team right now that's yeah. a free agent. If Tyler, they, Tyler Biotis would be $21 million too. I mean, that's just... Completely random. Yeah. This, is this a bit now that Stephen and Jerry's doing with this whole Tyler Biotis thing? They keep saying his name. Last keep name saying right? his name wrong. <laughs> like, like They still call him Biotis. Is this a yeah. bit that he's just holding up all along? <laughs> or are we all saying it wrong? And they know Maybe. something we don't. Okay. No. They call him Biotis? They call him Biotis. Biotis? Biotis. He said it yesterday, when he, when he, yeah, another day Stephen he talked yesterday. Did. I'm like, is this a bit? <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Um, he's from Arkansas, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. He's always been like, like when pronouncing names has been hard sometimes. But is it? It's like it's like Nate and then Mr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, yeah, Nate has the same problem. He's always like, how do you spell that guy's name? Like Smith, Nate's actually Nate, gotten Smith, a lot better. Smith. Nate's gotten a lot better. But over Nate the years. is more of a bit. Yeah, Nate's think? a bit 100. You think? Yeah, I love when he won't pronounce your name right until you do something on the field. That's fine. I, Keep his number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> earn the star. Earn, the earn your name. But yeah. Stephen, like in the national the media, just like yeah, you know, we do by this. I'm like, this is a bit. <laughs> Someone has to be like, Chris, maybe, that's, do, how, do maybe some, that's how he asked him to say it. Yeah, Chris, do some research. See if we've been saying his name wrong. Maybe we <laughs> got it wrong. I will ask. Ask around. Let's. Let's check that. I mean, we could be wrong. We could be wrong. All right, we got to go. All right, we got to go. Jesse, good seeing you. Good seeing you, brother. Good luck with traffic. Ah. Kurt, good seeing you. Nate, be safe on the roads. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for keeping him company. What's my man's name? Josh. Josh, thanks for keeping us on the air. We'll be back next Thursday, same time. Jesse, leave your house at 630 in the morning. Uh, 745 (laughs) today. I got to go 7 o'clock next week. All right, we'll see you next week on Hanging With The Boys. Jesse. We out. Sorry. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?